always pop first, and then I, I, then I see you pop. Yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, it's weird every time. I'm just listening for the clap. Maybe I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, delayed okay. a little bit. Yeah. Mentally Maybe. delayed. Um, so, yeah, this week, man, uh, I, know, I know we had some some things discussed to talk about, but there is a lot of big news that happened this week. Yeah. A lot of big news. But um, Microsoft bought uh, Xenomax Studios for $7.5 billion. I saw that. So I'm like, you know what, man? I should, I should, I should do a YouTube video on this. So actually, I, I wrote out a script and everything for it. I'm going to go in details on what they're doing it. But of course, I'm at work all week and like it's 12 hours gone. I come home, there's Ben. Mm. So I didn't do it for like four days. Yeah. So then... Today, I actually, I actually sat down. I'm like, I wonder if anyone did this yet. So I looked at it, and yes, yeah, someone actually did it, and they got 454,000 views on it. <laughs> and that's just, and ex- I'm like, ex- Mother, just explaining the deal? Fucker. Yeah, they just explained the deal. Like, I actually went, because there's seven businesses, seven game developers that are in this package. So actually, I went in and, like, did research on every single one of them. So I can still post it. It'll be different, but it's still, it's not hot news right now, yeah. right? But anyways, it's just a side note, and I did the YouTube calculator thing, and I'm guessing off his video, off that one video, he's getting six hundred to a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> if yeah, they I keep know. like, uh, yeah, but yeah, you, you should have heard the swear words coming out of me when I found that out. I was like, motherfucker. Well, like, any any of this, this shit, thing. you got to be on top of it, and you got to be. Quick. I know, and that's the most difficult part is that. I have to do it that day, right? But if I do something on a Monday, it's like, ah, oh, I want to do this. This is news. Unfortunately, because of work, I can't, I just can't do shit at work. So you right? just got to quit. And that's why I keep on telling Tash. I'm like, support me. Just let me quit my fucking job. Or and then fi- I'll make you, a, I'll make you a millionaire. Like, I'm doing this for you. Just find a way to get fired so that <laughs> they don't like, so that it's not like gross <laughs> negligence or anything and that yeah. you can get EI. <laughs> Trust me. I, I I could find out a way to get fired. <laughs> so yeah, so so they what exactly was that deal again? Microsoft bought a gaming platform or a no. So uh, there's like um, it's a gaming company. So but that gaming company owns like seven different game development studios. One of them being Bethesda, the the maker of Fallout Four and Elder Scroll. They're huge. I love games, Fallout right? Boy. Uh, and then ID Software, the creators of uh, Doom. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wolfenstein and stuff like that. Aren't they and making a like new five Doom other... movie? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I to be honest with you, I didn't mind the first one with the uh, the Rock there. Oh, it, I, it wasn't Doom. Terrible. I thought you said Dune. Oh no no Doom. Uh, no Dune. Yeah, they are. They are. I saw the trailer for it the other day actually. Same. It actually. I didn't check. Pretty good. I didn't look at the runtime, but I remember like it's the, gotta be like three hours at least. Oh, that's what I said. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> it has like, to be. The 1982 one or something like that yeah. uh, was like two hours and a half. I wasn't a big fan of that Me one. neither. I read something uh, online about like the, how much of a shit show it was to make that movie. And they said mm-hmm. it was so bad because, well, first of all, the director never watched or never read the book. And apparently the Not book exactly. spans like 35,000 years. Or like The, the oh, story yeah. is 35,000 years within five books. And this yeah. guy never read any of the books. He's like, I'll just get the gist of it. I'll try to make a movie out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude. Like, it's dense. Like, I've never read it. Yeah. But apparently it's like, yeah. makes Game of Thrones look like an Archie's comic. Like, Yeah. But, so. So, okay. So, they, it's the studio that makes Doom, not Dune. Yeah, Doom. And Doom was like, 
uh, it was it, anyways. It's revolutionized like gaming, right? Especially for the PC, yeah. Because it was ported to the P. It was made specifically for the PC. Anyways, the the whole company is damn good. Uh, so it is seven point five billion dollars. Like that's a lot of fucking cheddar. I know. <laughs> and then now there's there's people talking about well, is it going to be exclusive now? Because Fallout Boy exclusive to the Xbox. Uh, that's a big hit for Sony, yeah. right? A huge hit. Not only that, but Elder Scrolls. Is it Fallout Boy on, or Fallout on the uh, Xbox? It's for all of them. It's for PC. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought it was only Xbox. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh God, no, no, no. It's a huge game though. Bethesda's a huge, huge company. Mm. So acquiring them is big. Like it's really big. And then someone pointed out <clears throat> that. Oh, is it going to be Xbox exclusive? Well, does it need to be? Because Xbox has that amazing Netflix for games. I pay 15 bucks a month, yep. and I have a bunch of games ready day one. The and pass. All of their, yeah, I got it. All of the new game, Yeah, yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So all the new games come out day one. So they're like, well, they don't need to make it exclusive, because why would someone on PlayStation pay $70 when anyone who's already subscribed to Game Pass gets it for But you also don't get all the new games. Like, the new Avengers came out. I didn't get that. No, no, no. You get the new games that Microsoft owns. Oh, is that how it works? Okay. So, like, I've, I've uh, the had it outer... for a month, so I'm just figuring it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. So, uh, so uh, Microsoft also bought uh, Obsidian, which was like uh, the makers of Fallout New Vegas. And okay. they came out with the out with they made a new game, Outer Worlds. Day one, dropped on Game Pass. That's how I played it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm going to buy this game. And then Microsoft was like, don't worry, I got you, fam. <laughs> and they just bought the whole company just so we could play it day one for nothing, right? <laughs> So yeah, it is. It's like a huge deal, like an amazing deal. But anyway, seven point five billion dollars. I <laughs> found out that they actually is not the most expensive. People are saying it's the most expensive uh, acquisition. It is not. Oh, not even Do you close. Remember Cla- Classic. Actually, it's a second. So, like yeah, in close. games or like yeah, in yeah, in all- gaming. Oh, okay, yeah. I was no, say no, it's been like sixty billion dollar deals. So, oh no, no, just gaming. Sorry. Gotcha. So that you remember Clash of Clans? I I've heard of it. Yep. Like the the phone game. Mm. Well, oh, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. there's a company in China called Tencent. They own a bunch of shit, but they paid eight point five billion dollars for a majority stake in that company. Jesus Not even like Christ. to buy out the company. I know. I was like, how big is this fucking Game of Clans game? Like, holy shit! But eight point five or uh, yeah, eight point five billion or no, sorry, ten billion. If I remember correctly, and that's an, an uh, like uh, an app game, like a phone game. Yeah, it's just a phone and game. And it's a billions it of dollar deal just to get a stake in it. That's fucking yeah. crazy. I, like, I, I don't know what else they do. They must do other games. But mm. yeah, no, I just but I thought still. that was ridiculous. Just ridiculous. So anyone that says gaming, there's no money in gaming. I mean, like, there's a lot of money in gaming. Oh, especially there's now. Like, fuck, you can get paid oh, just yeah, to play Twitch games. And... Yeah. Exactly. If you have like, a good rack ridiculous. on you and even just know how to turn on a system... <laughs> those girls yeah. are making yeah. crazy money do you see that page girl from wwe apparently she's not getting no. paid enough in the wwe she started a twitch channel and now she's like taking really? off yeah page she's uh she's a looker i don't know how good she is at gaming i've never actually seen mm-hmm. her play anything but her channel is like taking off on twitch just for having a nice rack and uh i mean you, you can get away with games that the, yeah you can get away with at the start because also the way Twitch works is you don't have to necessarily be good all the time, right? Mm. If you have a good personality and a good, you know, you know how to present yourself type thing, then 
you could get streamers just like or viewers, sorry, just like that. I gotta do that. Then. At the end of the day, it's still entertainment. Oh, I've been thinking about it. Well, girls like, tell me all the time I have a good time. personality, like as they're mm. breaking up with me. So, yeah. Apparently, that's what I need to do then. No, no, it's and it's not. It's never us. It's always them. So I. I no, it's not you. It's, it's been it's me, me a couple times. So. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, like. I'm kind of having, I'll cut this part out too, but I, yeah, yeah. I kind of want like a plan where it's, I want to start a, a few YouTube videos and start streaming Twitch because the money that's out there is just ridiculous. Oh, it's and not, now with no. all the COVID stuff and TV shows not being released as, as frequently as they are and mm. movies not being re- released, YouTube is, YouTube is big, don't get me wrong, it was always big, but yeah. I find lately it's just been exploding now. Well, the thing and is, the it's, f- it's such a big sea of fucking people now that it's still, mm. the reason there's still so many people going to it is because there's so much money there. If you can get something that's interesting, there's still a lot mm. of money to be made. It's not like this oversaturated yeah. market. It is because there's it is. billions, or sorry, millions of people going on there just with shit, yeah. like nothing, like absolutely nothing. But if you have something to say, you'll stick out. Yeah. You'll actually do well. But it's, it's also way easier to view multiple things in the same span as you watch a movie. Mm-hmm. So someone sits down and watches a movie, it's an hour and a half, let's say. Well, in that hour and a half, they can still browse YouTube, but they'll br- they'll watch, like, what is that, like 15 episodes or 15 YouTubes of yeah. stuff, right? Videos of things. So it's much broader that you could actually get an audience now, Yeah. especially with all the recommendations and stuff like that. So Yeah, my buddy no, was he, telling me he wants me to start one for running, but... yeah. Yeah, you good. Yeah, but then there's a lot of people out there that have like the health thing too, and they're doing good. But as you were saying, like people in that same amount of time of watching a movie, you can watch how many like YouTube videos. I think mm-hmm. did you hear about that streaming service Quibi, 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 Q U I B I. They were a streaming service. Okay. Yeah. They were a streaming service that wanted to capitalize on the YouTube style, like quick videos. So they actually okay. started making TV shows that were five minutes long and then tried okay. to charge a subscription to it. They were like the fire mm-hmm. festival of streaming services. Like they only lasted maybe, fuck, a half season. And then all their shows got canceled because there was just nobody that wanted to pay for a five minute streaming TV show. It's different when you yeah. watch five minutes on a subject that you're interested in or invested in yeah. or you want to learn about. But to try and make a streaming service for five-minute TV shows, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't surprised when that didn't do too well. Yeah. And plans starting at $7 a month. I'm yeah. looking at it now. There was actually a good one with Anna Kendrick in it, it was where she becomes friends with the sex doll. Yeah. You would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right up my alley. And there was a Reno 911 came back and started like making shows for yeah. it. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of money out there, but... It's mm-hmm. still, unless you have something good to say or you have well, something that's Quibi, ca- calling people in, yeah, it's just gonna crash and burn. Still, Quibi is still active. Like I'm they looking at are the right now, but uh, there was something. There was talks I heard on one podcast or another where they um, they failed their finance goals or something. Uh-huh. So they're mm-hmm. gonna be shut down. Like they they didn't renew their next level of financing. However, that works for investing. Weird. Or they didn't fulfill their contract. Something happened. So, they're, yeah, they're not going to be mean, around. I mean, they, 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 coming soon. There's still episodes coming out. Really? Try, uh, let's try and yeah. do a quick search. But what I heard was, like, insiders talking about the fall of Quibi or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it might not have even been, like, 
real or announced, one or the other. But yeah, apparently they're not doing good anymore. And the show, the show that you want to watch is called Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Dummy. <laughs> yeah, here it is. It's actually pretty good. Oh, look at that! Yeah. It's actually not too bad, but it's it's so weird to watch a show that's done whenever before a regular show would even have a commercial break. The episode's yeah. done. Like it literally, like, like it starts and then it finishes. Yeah, like Joel McHale's in here. Raw Cordry's in here. Oh, like, they, they got a lot of good actors for a lot of their shows. Yeah, yeah she ten episodes. Yeah, they're all ten episodes. So does does she have sex with uh, the doll? No, it's her boyfriend's doll that yeah. she becomes friends with, and they bond yeah, because okay. of the way the boyfriend treats the doll. Wrong Livingston's in a different TV show. Like, they got some big actors doing this. Well, I think what happened is that they secured all that funding, which I think I read was what one point seven or five hundred million, mm-hmm. and they dummied their budget on cast and got a shit ton of big names to try and like really push it. But I just don't think that the their format. I don't think it's something people want. To yeah. just chill and watch a TV show for five minutes. I'll watch a YouTube yeah. video on how to set up my fucking record player so that there's a better sound without feedback. Like yeah. specific things I'll look into and watch on a, on a YouTube video. But not so much a television show. Yeah, like I'm just looking at Die Hard. And like Kevin Hart, John Travolta, Josh Arnett. <laughs> like... My the, God, man! Like there was flipped, there's, there's some flipped with uh, Will or uh, Will Forte, and the girl from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was in it. Reno Nine One One had all the regular cast back. I think their biggest downfall is it's a subscription service. Mm-hmm. If if they would just do it the YouTube format where it show us ads, yeah, at the beginning, middle, and end, it would be it would it would have probably flew a lot a lot better. And then have a have a subscription to get rid of the ads. Yeah. And there you go. Yep. So something like like YouTube that, Red or whatever how, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's how I would do it. But even yeah. though I still say YouTube Red, a hundred percent sounds like a porn subscription, and I'm sure that's why <laughs> they their number their viewership isn't that good. <laughs> YouTube Red. Come yeah. on. <laughs> There's no tentacle squid porn here. <laughs> I demand uh, my okay. money back. Today, I wouldn't mind touching on the Trudeau speech a bit because it was, to me, did you watch the actual speech or did you just get the cliff notes? I just got the cliff notes from um, oh my God, Google yeah, Drive or Google Nest or whatever. Speech. Yeah, definitely Both the, the throne speech. speech and the Trudeau speech. What was the other one? There was a throne speech and there was a Trudeau speech right after. Just, no, no, the Trudeau speech. Okay. The Trudeau addressing the UN. <clears throat> That's the big one. It's a ten-minute speech. Addressing the UN. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't even hear about this one then. Oh, uh, well, really? Like. Yeah, this one was is. It yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Four days ago. Or four days ago? Really? No. The one where he talks about the second wave and Thanksgiving and we won't be able to get together for Thanksgiving, but maybe for Christmas. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. This is... He talks about how the systems that we live in right now are a result of two world wars that's been happening for 70 years and that those systems are broken and we can't continue 
living the way we do. All right, he calls out like we can't we can't rely on the superpowers anymore, meaning China and the U.S. to solve our problems because they're too divided amongst themselves. Okay. Well, he calls it out, man. He calls he calls out. He even called out the poisoning of uh, Putin's opponents. Really? He calls out misinformation online leading to. Uh, what does he say? A threat to democracy? Oh yeah, he called out a lot of stuff. He called out the like the racism towards you know obviously the states, but indigenous people, uh, feminism, like oh yeah, like he's he I'm called everything find, out. I can't like I'm, I'm finding his throne speech, the second wave I'll speech from four days ago. No, 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 I'll try and find the YouTube video and I'll just send you the link in uh, Skype. Cause I, I watched it this morning. Because I've heard, Again. like, the cliff notes of his throne speech, and it was, like, it was just a political, regular speech. Like, he says shit to make everybody happy, and the NDPs so, and the conservatives weren't happy about it, but everybody else seemed to be, no. like, there wasn't okay, anything so, of significance said in the speech that, oh, wait, I, that, I, see, that I heard. Yeah, you, you won't be able to see it if no. I send you the Skype chat, eh? No. So just go to, just go to YouTube. YouTube. And type, type in Trudeau UN speech. And it's the third video. Oh, sorry, the fourth video down. It's him standing in front of four Canada flags. Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, four flags. There it is. Yeah, it's one more than three. September twenty-fifth. When was that? Oh, that was two days ago. Okay. to do ten minutes. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll watch that then. Yeah, that's I haven't heard anything about this. Oh, it is. Go. It got me pumped, but you know, it is really, really good. You can have your issues with Trudeau, but yeah. he he hits the nail right on the head with this speech. There well, is a problem. This, I might want to like actually watch it and take some notes mm -hmm. and talk about this one because I thought you were talking about the throne speech where not much oh, was God, said. No. This is totally different. Oh no, this this is huge. So, the one thing I don't like about this speech is that he didn't really get into too many specifics, though, about, like, he's rallying Canadians, and we got to do more, and we have to do this, and we need to do it. we got to do it, so let's do it. What? Like, what can we do as specific, what can we specifically do as Canadians, really, to help us get the foundation back and have it on our shoulders instead of the superpower shoulders? Yes. Like it's a really good rallying speech, mm -hmm. and I really liked, especially how he says um, that let's figure this out so that we can do this for everybody. It's not like a okay, let's just shut down our borders. Let's figure it out for Canadians and Canadians alone. Like it's still like, all right, fuck these other guys. Let's figure it out, but for everybody. Mm. I really like that, and I really like, like I was saying before, that he's showing some emotion in this speech. But it, I, I, it's just I'm hoping there's a follow up because I'm a very specific person. Yeah, I, I'm on board with this, but I can't think of what to do on my own. I'm not that smart. You need to tell me exactly what to be doing. So I'm hoping that this is like just the, him putting it out there. You know, like we need to get something done. Like, let's get some people involved and interested in this. And then next week he comes back, makes another speech and uh just keeps us all involved because i i think if especially as canadians we're resilient we're all immigrants we all came here from somewhere else like we had that drive to get here our ancestors did and 
now today like we're all we still have that resiliency and we're all good people and we're all hardworking people so if we put us all to work we could i'm sure initiate some pretty major change that would last for years and years to come it's just i wouldn't fucking know where to start so i th i think it's it's a good speech i think it's very good speech. important i think this is a starting point i think i think we needed just someone to call it out right mm -hmm. to say that you know what on record and according to this it's to the un general assembly yep. that hey world this is an official speech from a prime minister of one of the you know uh first world countries uh saying that the system is broken it, it's it's not how it's supposed to be uh corruption is just way too rampant in every part of organizations across any first world country right but i think it's this is the beginning i think someone just needed to say it and it was him and we'll see how it goes out to that but i do agree that he needs to show what needs to be done right mm -hmm. he can't just say the speech and then walk away and be like hey that's it i did my part no first of all if you want the world to change start with your own country how you can, how are people going to expect that you make changes across the world if you can't even make changes within your own country mm -hmm. okay uh one one of the biggest things that i believe is going to be making a big change for us is the uh, is the universal basic income everyone yeah, should get huge. it so instead of serb just give everyone the universal basic income because there shouldn't be any more bailouts for companies that's not how you stimulate the economy you stimulate the economy by the ground up you give your workers your general population more money and they'll be spending more money they're not going to save that money like the like the big you know bankers or business people do you bail them out they don't spend that money back on canadians they, they hoard it for themselves mm -hmm. that does not stimulate the economy whatsoever so i'm uh, that's just one example i'm hoping that is going to be one of the things he comes out with on ways that he's going to be doing these changes to the world and to the mm -hmm. country but again time will tell uh what exactly what he means by this but i agree with what he says the the world isn't supposed to be like this. Hundred uh, percent. You're not like it's it's just it's 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 way too ridiculous. Look at the states that has like free reign on capitalism. It is completely <laughs> and one hundred percent broken. You can't argue with that. It is a hot mess. Yeah. Right? And, and getting like, worse as we speak. Yeah, and getting worse every single second. Yeah, like it's just it's 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 going to come to a boiling point, and it's going to be scary when it does because half the oh, country is going to be divided yeah. with itself, right? Yeah. Um, but anyways, he had some good points. He talked about, you know, he he hit the point with uh, misinformation. I saw something today. Uh, where did I see that? Anyways, he said something about how misinformation and disinformation online spreads six times faster than real facts. Oh yeah, because it, so, they make it so it's something that people could cling on, like they, it, that they want yeah, they to make believe, it, like that that, that 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 there's that type of person that already wants to believe that, so they yeah. put it out there and then people yeah. jump on it. Yeah, it's it's like they're hiring extremely expensive marketing teams to to spread this misinformation, right? But they're not mm -hmm. they're not idiots. Like they these people do this for a living. They they spread out. They know what people want. So yeah, they, they know how it works. They hit it. Yeah. Hmm. So. <clears throat> So, but yeah, that, so he did touch on a lot of good points. Sorry, what was that? Uh, no, I was just going to say that uh, just to further your point and further my questioning is, like, uh, what can we do? I get the speech, mm -hmm. blah, 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 but, like, tell us what to do. I don't really 
I think that I was just listening to it with the wrong frame of mind, the wrong perception, because I think he's not addressing the Canadian nation, right? He's addressing, addressing the UN Council. So this yes. is more of him saying, like, a call to arms, like, nations, like, let's... Change needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm putting it out there. I'll be the first to say it. Like, let's fucking do something about this. Yeah. Like, the superpowers aren't working. Let's have some meetings as nations. Yeah. And then, like, so, okay. Yeah. See, this makes a lot more sense. I, I, yeah. I, in so, my head, I, I, I thought he was addressing Canadians without giving no, no, us no. specifics. But no, he's uh, the, addressing the nation. The yes. Nations. The countries around the world that are not in mm -hmm. superpower. He says that at the, at the end of the speech, he says, you, the listeners, are in the countries that want these changes but are not a superpower. So let's work together. Yeah. Um, let's not wait for them to change something because, mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, they won't, right? China and U.S. are probably the two biggest superpowers right now. And they're not going to do anything. They're more They're more uh, scared of what's happening in their own country. China yeah. with... I mean, they got the encampments. They got the people protesting for what, like for six months now. It feels like it's forever. They've been oh, protesting, yeah. and it's been longer and, than that. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. But and then the states is again a hot mess. So yeah. let's. They have their own issues to deal with. Their systems that they have is proven to be broken because look how their country is right now, right? Well, so yeah, it's up it's, to. It's just too bad. It, I mean, it's up to Canada for one of them, and you know other countries around the world that are not superpowers to band together. Okay. Leave the messes alone and let's yeah. focus on how we could change the world because let's face it, the other like states is all about the money. They don't want to do anything about climate change or anything like no. that. They just want the you know, the, the rich are just gonna be keep on getting rich. That's that's all it is. And I don't wanna say it's not like that in Canada either. It definitely is like that. No. But, but it was a proximity thing for us in America, right? Like it just mm -hmm. it it made sense for us to trade with them and deal with them because they're a yes. superpower. But they're also right there, so obviously we're going to trade with them. All we need is one good reason not to, though. It's not like our right now we set it up so we kind of rely on them. But the corona is kind of showing us that we're not going to die without them. Like, we're not going to completely well, fall apart without them right away. If the, we, the, if borders no only close, mm. the borders are only close to travelers. Essential right. services. trade is still like, good trade is still wide open like every like everything for walmart for example is still going across the border no issue yeah like it's so trade is still there it's just the traveling that's that's on hold yeah but i'm uh, uh, so i was misinformed there but i'm sure that there's got to be some things that we're getting along right now where we thought that we needed the states for that we're actually doing fine without i don't have any specifics in front of me but i'm sure that there is something Trade is going to be hard just because they're so close to us, but there, nothing in this world is impossible. And there's going to be ways to set up trade routes across, especially with like planes and flying now. Like we could trade maybe with like anywhere in the EU, somewhere maybe Ireland or I don't know. There's got to be somewhere else that makes goods other than China and the United States. And now with technology, with travel, with um, just like automatic like shipping ports, like those big giant shipping containers that come from other places, like it's all automated now. Like there's got to be quick, <laughs> yeah. But there's uh, yeah. Amsterdam, Rotterdam, mm -hmm. Holland. They're huge exporters too. Yeah, actually, like, um, what what just got passed yesterday or today, I forget. Uh, Geneva. Uh, in Switzerland, just pass a law that minimum pay is twenty five dollars an hour. Oh yeah. So 
Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Twenty five dollars an hour is, so fuck is yeah, that's... huge, right? But the states, 25 there's... Swiss francs or twenty five equivalent Canadian dollars. It did. It it said dollars. Okay. I, I just saw it. So it's probably on... equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not. I can't. I could look into it real quick because I actually have it here, but uh, I just forget what the conversion is from Swiss francs to Canadians. I'm, I'm sure or Canadian. I'm sure it's a little no. Off, but so either G- way, it's Geneva. Huge. So Geneva voted in favor of a minimum hourly wage of 23 francs, which is conversion of 25 dollars. Right. Yeah. And this is the BNN Bloomberg, so uh, 25 dollars American. Uh, the latest Jesus effort Christ, in Switzerland. Man. Yeah, so these are the countries that we're supposed to be supporting. The, yeah. the ones that are actually looking out for their citizens. Well, and there's a lot more. You know? There's like Denmark. Doesn't Denmark oh, yeah. have like four day work week? Uh, education is completely 100% paid for. Uh, time. That's uh, sorry to cut you off, but that's just another thing that was in the story. Yeah. I this was in the Canadian paper, and it said this is the story that's not being discussed. How we should be going to a four day work week, mm-hmm. not 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 40 hours. Four it's days, proven but a th- to be 32 better. hour. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They, I, I've been advocating this for a while now. Uh, it, the longer you spend at work, the more time you're going to you're going to find to slack off. Right. Yep. How do I know? Because I do it because <laughs> I'm at work for 10 hours a day and I really don't need to be at work for 10 hours a day. Uh, it, it's it, you find everyone finds time to slack off. So yeah. the there's studies that show that you're when you're there shorter periods of time you want you have to get that production out you want to get that production out because mm-hmm. you're not tired all the time and everyone says like look how canada is with their healthcare system and their paternity leave you know we have we're thankful that we have a pretty good paternity leave and maternity leave uh i think france has it way better than we do oh, yeah. uh, i think they get yes. like a year off plus they get like a maid paid for by the government to come and help you out for the yeah. first year but it's always like the more time you spend with your family, the more time you have to yourself, the happier you are. So you're happy in life. Clearly, you're going to be a happier worker, right? So mm-hmm. I, just, I don't understand why you put more stress on someone at work, expect them to do longer hours for lesser pay and think that they're still going to be as productive as a happy worker with less hours. But, you know, they have more they have more productivity going out. So do you think that's I a model that we've... Point. <laughs> is, no, we're I still kind of lost my that. point at the end. <laughs> Do you think this is just a model that we've uh, picked up from the states that we need to just? Uh, there's another thing that we're going to be able to separate from superpowers mm-hmm. from and just set something different. Or do you think this is just a, a 40 hour week is something that we did on our own that we're probably this separating well, from superpowers isn't going to affect? I think, think, I think that we did copy a lot from the states. The states mm-hmm. is pure. You know, like you're supposed to go to, you wake up in the morning, your job is your life. Yeah. Spend more time with them than your family. Yeah. Exactly. And that, and that we, we did copy from the States, but at the end of the day, who benefited from that is the business owners, you know, the rich, the insanely rich, because they get, oh, they'll come work with me for 60 hours a week, but I only pay them the equivalent of 40 hours or 35 hours, right? This is not good for the society at all. We 100% copy that from the states 100 percent. totally we're supposed to be copying the better countries and i hope trudeau sees this and this is part of his speech that that's what i'm saying yeah yeah he's we stop copying what the states and china is doing and because clearly they don't work so we need to see what makes the citizens happy which is going to be less hours at work but still have enough i'm I'm not saying like let's be lazy and just not go to work no 
and these countries that they're definitely not fucking lazy. If you look at all these no. countries that are like yeah. putting people first uh, for mm-hmm. school, healthcare, work, all that stuff. So those people aren't lazy. They're, no. uh, I, I've traveled these places and these people are far from mm-hmm. lazy. It's so just because another- it, it makes more sense. Well, another thing I just want to want to touch point at. Look, look at countries like Denmark and Switzerland. What's mm. the, what's their body fat ratio? You know, what's their obesity yeah. levels? I want to say it's way less than America, right? 100%. So the reason, so the reason that could be, I'm not a doctor here, and uh, I haven't looked into it that much, but I believe, as I'm guilty of it, is stress eating, or yes. simply lack of time to do anything else but pick up fast food because you work 12 hours a day, and the last thing I want to do when I come home. It's cooked for 45 minutes, right? Yeah. So right there, it just it shows like way better. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm losing my thought at the end of every <laughs> fucking thing I'm saying. I don't know. I'm tired or what? But anyways. <laughs> but no, but no you, so, are exa- you are exhausted, right? Like it's, <laughs> nobody wants to cook. So you see these countries exactly. where they have shorter work weeks. And every time I've traveled, uh, the one of the, the biggest slaps not slaps in the face but one of the things that hits you like a fucking ton of bricks right away is just the way people look and everywhere else other than north america it's 98 percent slim healthy athletic build with a small percentage of overweight people small Mm -hmm. tiny like maybe you'll see them in a week once or twice come to canada or go to the fucking states and it's what 75% obese, 75% overweight, 25% mm-hmm. athletic. And that 100% stems from like you were saying stress eating, not having the time to put the right effort and thought into a diet and nutrition. So you don't have time when you work 40 hours a week. True. That is true. Uh, another part of that too is that we were led to believe that our our food pyramid, our health guidelines yeah. were true when in because fact, it was paid by the the sugar the milk industry, industry the sugar the milk industry, the sugar the, and how we're supposed to have like so much carbs carbs aren't grains. bad don't get me wrong no. but you can't live on just carbs alone no and there's a so, percentage a macronutrient percentage yeah. and it's science-based and it makes sense that nutritional pyramid was paid for that was communism that was not <laughs> that was not smart at all if you mm-hmm. actually look if you look up the new canadian food guide it's amazing it's it's very well thought out. I think it came out last year, maybe two years ago. Uh, just if you're interested at home, it's just quick Google uh, Canadian food guide. And it's very smart. It tells you your, your macronutrients, your fats to protein to carbs, what's more important, what you need to be getting, when, blah, blah. But anyways, so I think that we've pulled away finally from that pyramid thing. And the pyramid was 100% the state's. So it would be nice because we're not the fucking states. We're not American at all. We're free thinking. We do try to work together as people. And I think this new food guide is a good example of that. For us finally waking up in the last couple of years and being like, listen, we need to separate ourselves. And now with COVID, that's just, you know, and even I think that was the dividing point for Trudeau to finally wake up and grow some balls and go to the UN and say, like, listen, we are our own nation we're a nation from, uh, I forget his wording, but from all over the world is where we built our nation. So we can take all the good from all these different places and have like a really, really great place to live if we don't follow these superpowers anymore. Because even it was a, 
it was a small thing, but it was something that stuck in my head forever. I, when I was in the Navy in 2011, I think it was, I was sailing in a NATO group and we had a Denmark ship in our grouping and we got to go on the Denmark ship and just talk to the sailors. These guys were the happiest military I've ever met. Their beds had full comforters each, like they had full down pillows, blankets, like their racks were rooms. Whereas American Canadian Navy, you get like a little wool blanket and it's uh, like our conditions are not that great. Denmark, their military, they were treated like people, like they were treated like regular people. That's just something that's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of work to do and I'm happy that uh, you got me to look at this this speech because I thought it was the throne speech that you were talking about. This is, oh, like, no, a call to, no. this is like a call to arms to different exactly. nations yep. and I think it's... Uh, it's an important first step. I think it's a, a big first step. Like I said, I feel like someone had to say it, right? And I'm glad that that it was Canada that said it. Yep. Um, just to, I'm pretty sure just to hit on a few points that you said. Uh, I'm pretty sure Denmark was voted like the happiest country in the world, right? I, that I, sounds right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do remember one of the things too was their taxes. Uh, the more money you make, the more taxes you pay. The less money you make, the less taxes you pay. So mm-hmm. that would be interesting to see that uh, in Canada as well, right? Yeah. Uh, but the other thing to touch on is I actually looked up the Canada's food guide, and oh my god, yeah, that is completely different. Totally different. Um, it's been so revamped they, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'm looking, they have a picture of a plate, and half the plate is vegetables and fruit. Yep. Then a quarter of it is whole grain foods not not white bread like they specifically no, say choose choose whole grain food so not white you know white white bread uh white pasta like regular spaghetti or but enriched they pic- wheat yeah yeah so they actually like have pictures of whole grain spaghetti they have whole grain rice uh whole grain bread on there and then the other quarter is protein foods but they don't have Meat. like they have three pieces of steak yeah uh, they have turkey i believe that but is. they don't they focus red meat at all on no this no they have the three pieces of, of steak is the only red meat on there and then then they have salmon chicken turkey whatever egg and then the rest is is vegetables beans. too they have uh, yep. walnuts beans tofu is in there mm-hmm. as well uh red kidney beans yeah uh so and then make water your drink of choice so no longer yeah. milk you know do you uh, see the date when that was released because i forget now when it first came out i remember i did like a big um, deep dive on it to research it and it was no. all factual. I think it was two years. I, I want to say 2018. No. But it's just a like, website. And all this sounds good, but at the time, mm. I actually looked into it and just like, well, they're saying this is good. Is this actually good? And there's peer-reviewed studies for everything on that site that they tell you this is how you should be eating. Mm-hmm. There's peer-reviewed science backing all this up. I didn't find an industry behind any of it. Like, there's no milk Good. industry pumping it. There's yeah. no grain. Like, there's no tofu industry pumping mm-hmm. it. Like, it was all peer-reviewed science backing up all the facts that they put up on that new guide. And it was amazing. I remember I was so excited about it. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> I was trying to tell people, and they're like, who cares? It's another pyramid. I'm like, it's not another pyramid. Like, it's actually good. <laughs> Nobody cared. Nobody cared. But no, I think it's a it's a good step in the right direction for Canada to be like, listen, this is how you can live longer in a healthy way, mm-hmm. backed by science. And that's yeah. how it should be. But that's just how countries should treat their people. I do like the focus on non-meat as well. I think uh, that I've just gotten into vegetarianism. I think that's why I was so excited about the new... Mm. 
mm. guide because it didn't say you have to eat meat three yeah. times a day. You have to eat dairy three times a day. Yeah. You have to eat eggs and cheese. Like well, all that I stopped drinking milk for years now, actually. Uh, yeah, but one of the things that I started recently was uh, cutting back on the meat. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think eating meat's terrible. Don't get me wrong. I love no, no, I love no. Steak. Meat's really good. Yep. I love steak. It's it's amazing. Uh, what I don't like is that we treat animals like uh, you know, and, and like industry. Like yeah, we shouldn't be cows are giant dogs for crying out loud, right? They cows and pigs. You know how intelligent pigs are. Yeah, like it's it's just amazing how mm-hmm. like. How, you know, if you love a dog, then you shouldn't be okay. This was one of the things that actually brought me to eat less meat was, how is I going to explain to my son that we love animals, but we eat so much of them, right? Yeah. So I'm okay with eating a cow once in a while. Uh, like eating meat twice, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to restrict it to two or three times a week. So during my work yeah. week, I, eat, I don't eat meat at all. Uh, so it's, it's a step. And even that, if, can you imagine if everyone does that? Oh my, oh my god, god. Like the meat supply will go down like you know so uh, that's just that's just one of my things uh, maybe we'll make a, an episode on that later on it'll be, be a severely depressing episode <laughs> well no because i think it, it's important to let people know or to show people that you know what vegetarianism veganism is a good thing it's it's okay but meat isn't bad that's not the problem it's factory farming Yes. Uh, that's what got me into vegetarianism was when I saw the chickens, pigs, and cows, the way they were treated, mostly in the yes. States, not so much Canada, yeah. but it turned my stomach. Like I know, it's but terrible. If you hunt yourself, like that's not feasible for most people, but if you hunt your own food, like meat is fucking awesome for you. The mm-hmm. worst thing out there is processed sugar. That's yes. what you need to yeah. cut out of everybody's well, diet is processed sugar, not natural sugar. I just want to touch point. But meat, good. Sugar, bad. For your health-wise, yes, sugar is terrible. But for, like, I find morality-wise, you shouldn't be treating animals. It's To me, that's worse than eating sugar. I would yeah. rather eat sugar than know that every single animal that I've ever eaten has mm-hmm. been just plainly tortured and beaten and killed in inhumane ways just so I could eat. You know, just so that's I could have a logo. You know, like, yeah, exactly. And that's why I like I have a few friends now with kids that are. Well, one kid that I know came to the decision himself to be a pescatarian and not just he's decided to stop eating red meat and just wanted to eat mm. fish. But another family I know, I think their kid is like two years old and they've just they made it a point as parents to not feed their kid any meat, like right from the bat, like just not introduce it to him mm. or him or her just to, you know, get the healthiest diet possible and then when him he or her is old enough to decide well then they can decide to eat meat or not and i'm i'm loving seeing that because both parents eat meat and it's not like this new wavy thing that but they've just did research and found that you can have a very healthy lifestyle without it and then let them decide at at whatever age they're old enough to decide Mm -hmm. it's you know it's a little tougher to do it that way, but definitely, it's but again, just there's there's e- changes that need to be made. Definitely, and I, I think the the easiest way to do it is to convince people that not to stop eating meat completely, just stop eating it every meal every single day. Yeah, like if if you go three days out of a week without eating meat at all, 
Like, my God, that would make a huge difference. A huge difference. Yep. And then we could just start from there. Even one day. Even you know, one day out of the week. Just don't eat meat. See how it goes. Then well, it's I think way I saw... easier to go two, then three, then four. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I started as like a a, 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 vet or a Lent thing. I said I'd just give it up for 30 days for Lent, and now it's been like four years. But I think I saw a study somewhere that said like if everybody just didn't eat meat for a day, every two days or something, you could shut down like 50% of the factory farms. Like there was some, don't quote me on any of that, but there was mm. some crazy statistic like that. Like if everybody just made a conscious effort and then just shut down everything, just didn't make a, a total lifestyle change, but just made a conscious effort to be better, then that small effort on a big percentage of the population's behalf would make huge, make a huge difference. Huge. Yeah. It's oh, just definitely. try and get the world on board with one thing. That's the difficult part. Yeah. Especially when it comes to telling them what to eat, right? Because then the government's trying to control me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, 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 yeah. cool. And like bringing it back to what you said about morale thing, it's not good to eat animals, but it's also good to have a morale where you get rewards for your sh living your shitty life. So if somebody feels good because they can eat a chocolate bar at the end of the day, it's not the healthiest thing for you. But mm -hmm. if it brings your morale up, like that's why mm -hmm. we can't just outright ban everything that's not good for you. Because mm -hmm. it, it makes me feel better to eat a Snickers bar. Like I get all excited and happy because yeah. it's a treat. But I mean, you know? lives weren't ended because you were just Snickers no. bars. is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. A sugar thing that you read, like we're getting way long here and way off topic, but did mm. you hear the sugar thing this week? The dude, uh, the 50 year old guy just died. The black licorice guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought this was a, that. <laughs> I thought it was like years and years and years of abuse, but I just read or I saw it on the news or heard it the other day. It was a bag and a half for a week. Yeah. Yeah, uh, killed him. Uh, stopped his heart. No, 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 no. Was it was it for a week? I, th I thought it was like for three weeks. Rich. It was a construction worker that died in Massachusetts, in Boston, I think. Excessive um, amounts of black licorice. Every day for a few weeks. So yeah, probably three yeah. weeks. Yeah, and they found it was something. In, it was like a, a root. Oh really? So it was just, it was specifically the black licorice, not the candy, not the sugar. So a 54-year-old man was in a fast food... Oh, oh yeah, this is the one. When he suddenly gasped, began shaking, and lost consci consciousness. So a few weeks earlier, the man had switched from eating red fruit-flavored candy to the black licorice candy. And because of that, yeah, he died. It's something to do with... The root, yeah, I see that. Yeah, the root of... Consuming too much licorice root can be dangerous because glycerin lowers the, the body's... Yeah, that's want, a word. I didn't want to. I didn't want to attempt it. I'd let you go yeah. on that one. <laughs> that's definitely a word. Uh, lowers the body's potassium level. This in turn can lead to high blood pressure and abnormal heart rhythms. Hmm. It's found in uh, many dietary supplements, toothpaste, and beer. Uh oh. Holy shit. Ooh. Uh oh. Let me go inspect my beer. Toothpaste, I can live without. Beer, no, no, no. Because <laughs> uh, it, it causes imbalances, so it, it fucks up your electrolytes, it fucks your heart rhythm, it mm -hmm. fucks your high blood pressure, edema, lethargy, congestive heart failure. So it, pretty much this, what I'm reading is it says if you're over 40, don't mess with this glycosinuric mm -hmm. acid that's found in black licorice and beer. Ugh. 
I mean, like, I feel like if you're over 40, we shouldn't have to tell you, do not eat a bag and a half of black licorice every day for okay. weeks. A bag and a half, though? <laughs> yeah. Every day for weeks. Yeah. But yes, no, uh, as our, my amazingly beautiful co-host has suggested, <laughs> we need some help with feedback. We need some uh, suggestions. Um, anything that you guys can offer up will help us. Help us help you make a better <laughs> podcast. All right. And you can find those forms on the averageconnects.ca feedback form. Yes. We made it nice and easy for you, just like yeah. us. <laughs> That's right. All right. So <laughs> this is where we ended, I guess. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I need to go for the And I don't know how you have it. I've seen